0: I do not believe what I've just seen! Oh my God, an insane goal! I've just seen the most insane goal! It's a stretch and it's in! And I can't remember the
1: last time I saw something like this! Welcome to the Three Points and a Pie podcast. Brought to you by the pig and pan public house, Bermondsey. Sit back and listen to a few numpties chat all things football. Here's your hosts, Kyle Colson Colby Stevens and Alfie Lauda.
2: All right, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Three Points in a Pie podcast. As always, I'm your host, Colby, along with... Kyle. And Alfie. We're going to get into a few topics. Uh, Obviously, the most important being Champions League and FA matches. Um, And then we're going to go back over our score predictions... And then obviously see what, what that ended up being. And then uh, after that, we're going to go into our uh, Premier League matches and talk about a few topics, uh, specifically uh, Sean Deich. Also, we're going to go over City helping the Ukrainian team this morning. A couple of things happened with a couple of United players. So uh, we are recording this on a Monday. So for Wednesday, we just want to send a couple of heartfelt, heartfelt, Lots thinking about you, thoughts, and condolences. Thank you, Kyle. Real Madrid versus Chelsea match and how that ended up. I think Alfie's pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty down damn shit on that one.
3: I mean, it, it it was an incredible game. For me, Real Madrid, they, they, they got lucky for fucking ages. I I don't think I've ever seen it before, where you actually see Kante, he actually faded out. It's catching up to him now. You, he, he, just, he would run for 90 minutes, you know what I mean? But yeah. By the time you got into extra time, he was done. I mean... Yeah, he's
4: he's still the kind of player that, I mean, you saw it in the weekend. You saw him being used as a sub. He's still that kind of guy yeah. that you rely upon.
3: Yeah, it was just sad to see. Although, for me, that does open the door up for uh, Gallagher next season. I think if if Gallagher could have come on, you know, for that extra time, I think Real Madrid would have been crapping themselves to have
4: a... Well, yeah, but, I mean, you're not going to sub Gallagher for uh, in,
3: like, a center-defending mid role. Yeah, but he does a similar role to Kante. He just does it a bit quicker and he he scores goals. I mean, he... He, he doesn't tackle he, as well. He just patrols that front. He's always pressing so fucking hard. Um, he doesn't drop back like Kante does quite as much. But um, a lot of the time, I mean, you've seen it with Palace a lot where the ball doesn't actually kind of come back too often past that final third because he's just... Like uh, Bernardo. Yeah, yeah. And I think him... Um coming back I think it may actually change the way that we play a little bit I think um I don't think there'll be a good a biggest role for uh, Jorginho uh, with Gallagher there I think- it's interesting
4: I, I would I would actually say it's the other way around I would say like as reliable as Conte or as Conte is I feel like Conte doesn't see him fitting into what he's trying to do that's also why I don't necessarily know if Connor Gallagher is going to come
2: back so let's let's talk about. Why did I say Conte?
4: I'm so sorry. I mean too cool. I'm so sorry. I'm jumping around.
2: Uh, yeah, the fuck my brain. Sorry. Good. <laughs> Sometimes we slip a little.
3: Goddamn beers. <laughs> I do think as well. Just um, a little bit before that, that uh-huh. um, that Alonso goal was good for me. I think that was yeah. a bullshit VAR call. And considering VAR is there, like, how many checks do we have? Do you have? The VAR check in the ref, and then VV AR for VAR. Like if, if it goes to VAR, it should be like crystal case. It's done. You can't You're have right. another thing that then checks VAR. It's getting ridiculous. Agreed.
4: And I mean, any yeah. any time that a check is longer than thirty or forty five seconds,
3: that's too long. Yeah. I mean, they, the could, they could. You have to have a check. check Twitter. They could just check Twitter. You know. I mean, without <laughs> yeah. fucking that social <laughs> media is like fuck VAR. Just just log into your account. It's right? right now the goal was yeah, good see what?
4: <laughs> at jamie Carriger 32 42 is
3: <laughs> yeah, um, i mean it was an incredible match start to finish um i think it was that chelsea just left it a bit too much to to doing that that first leg but yeah a lot of positives from the game and i think it, it set it up nicely for for city you know that there's goals in that back line Real madrid and potentially i think we may have injured benzema hopefully I mean, I don't want to put anything. I like got that up there, but you know, I'm just saying, yeah. just it would be beneficial.
4: To it, <laughs> but I hope you're okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, just not for the next couple of weeks, right? You know, just like a just a simple knock, nothing yeah. bad, nothing like surgery. Just like, oh man, muscle kind of hurts. Catch up, up on play. Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like hang out with your lady, like it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, okay my take on the whole match was Chelsea played their fucking ass off and then only match that I apparently predicted right I predicted like fucking almost to a T right um mm-hmm. and it had to be that one and it had to be that one <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it, it just as like I kind of expected like there just wasn't enough in the fucking like tank to to make it all the way through Say, la vie we but, place, you know, I know
3: lukaku has been injured or apparently injured, but we play so much fucking better without him. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's wrong. that,
4: yeah, it's that, uh, well, uh, when you're, when you have like those pacey players, it just doesn't make any sense to put somebody in who's going to completely be a stall. And, and he does, do he
2: weighs It's almost like he weighs down the front a little bit, if you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, he even like- looks like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it, it, it just looks like everything pivots around him and he just is standing there
3: like, I I'm think I'm open, guys.
2: Here. I think I'm, I'm open. No, no, here. I'm not open. I'm here, but I'm not.
3: I bet you no one goes in the restroom after he's been in there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet um, they're walking around
4: with their lighters. Burn. <laughs> they're the Yankee burn candles. a small child. <laughs> uh So... It's a sad day anytime one of our teams doesn't make it through. So respect to that, but we do have to move on and give some fucking major accolades to Villarreal and say, you yeah. you went you know, into the alliance and somehow walked out winner. Yeah, that's why. Like, I mean, play. a draw on the day is a win on ag and fucking cheers. Like that's that's a tough pl- fucking place to play a match and you did it. Yeah. cheers
2: and uh and then and, and here's here's my my prediction last week was 5-1 and that Byron was going to take it away they looked awful guys
0: absolutely I mean, I don't terrible. know if I would
2: say awful
4: I, I, I mean but they, they were dispossessed the two yeah right.
0: well,
2: I mean in that one
4: match like like Leroy Sade who I stand by as one of the best wingers in the league yeah, or in the we world know. um he was just getting picked apart. Like literally standing tackles are getting your, like you should, he is too talented of a ball handler to a standing tackle. Just like all the time on him. It's Mm. that's ridiculous. And
2: it showed up and VRL showed up. That they did. I think that's probably going to be the dark horse story of all champions League is The fact that they've even made it as far as they have. Um, No one would have predicted that with power teams that are, that were, in there, I mean, Byron was definitely in that power ranking. I feel like they were definitely the top four teams that were in there, and that villa definitely stole this one. Um, and make I feel like that makes them the dark horse of all of this. I mean,
4: I just don't feel like stole is the right word because they earned, they earned, they
2: earned it, but, but I but I but I mean just what I'm saying is I don't mean stole it in a way like like you're saying, I'm saying it's just it, nobody saw this happening. So maybe that was the wrong verbiage. But even still, it just I, I just, it's very hard to walk out of Munich with a win. I, that's just where my mindset's always at, when it, if you if we're talking about Bayern. I mean, we can say that. But like, you know, like,
4: Juve, they didn't see that shit coming. Um, who else were they playing? Was there, uh, Atalanta, who in theory should have been ahead of them, didn't see that coming. Um, I mean, the question is whether or not they can do shit against Liverpool, and
2: right the way that they've been looking. I mean, they're hot, so who knows? But that's something that we'll get into uh, a little bit and more in depth with the FA matches, I believe. Moving forward, uh, you know, talking about
4: Liverpool, when- Liverpool kind of had a bit of. Uh, I mean, you know, they came into the fucking match. When- sitting pretty you're three one like you think you pretty much have it in the bag so they sit some players bring one in as like a what 70th eight 75th minute sub um so pretty much everyone's rested for the rapid mode because they're fucking twats um and uh and they want to act like they had as hard of a match but anyway i'm not gonna get into that what i want to say is this Benfica fucking played their ass off mm-hmm. um and tried Tried. Fought tooth and nail to be something in it, but that Liverpool attack is that
2: Liverpool attack. When they came out, Benfica came out in the second half and really kind of reestablished themselves too. That Yermichuk goal at the 73rd minute, coming right after the Femina, the second Femina goal, that certainly lifted their spirits and then it certainly certainly set them up for that Nunez uh, goal 82nd minute. This is another place Anfield is not a place that anybody should ever take lightly, and they came in and they did something that most people thought that they probably could have done. I, so, I Exactly. <laughs> so kudos to Benfica um, for coming in there the way that you guys did and making sure that you fought down to the fucking wire uh, to a pretty hot team. Now, this is saying that they did play down. Liverpool did play down to them a little bit, especially with their starting 11. But I think a lot of that has to deal with the fact that they had a pending match coming up with City in four days oh that's right. all it was like they
4: exactly. they would have played a full team even if like they would have at least played mostly a full team more of a full team than they did they wouldn't have played fucking what's his name samikas or whatever a greek dude uh mm. like uh, is he greek i think he's greek that name's yeah, yeah. he's greek. um yeah uh um, confirmed and uh yeah they, they like that guy does not get minutes unless like an off, like an offshoot, cut match, um, and that's that's essentially how they were treating this. Is like, we got this in the bag. We can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the end, they were right. Um,
3: but I think with uh, this game, um, and it's not so much the game itself that uh, I will talk about, but um, it's a little bit in relation to the, the the city game that you guys have just played. But what pisses me off is how uh, there's so many pundits that have this, this short-term fucking memory loss. Um, You've been you, screaming you that this, since episode one. <laughs> yeah, it really, really narks me. I mean, you're at home to Benfica, and I'm not saying I'm not downplaying Benfica at all. But they... It, so Liverpool matched up, you know, City. Everyone's now talking about the, the amazing fucking depth that Liverpool have got. But you you take out that front three and that's a, the rest of that team, that's a, that's a mid table team. Like a couple of weeks ago, everyone was talking about citizen in depth and the amazing depth that you got, that you can kind of bring players and out, but that's when they win with Ake in. Liverpool don't well, have a, a, a massive, great depth. I don't think any really team at the moment anyway has an amazing that there's players that can – like Ake, he can come in and he can cover multiple positions. But the days of um, 10, 15 years ago when Mourinho come in and he wanted two internationals for each position. So the squads were fucking massive. Nowadays, you're not going to get that because no one is going to be happy playing second fiddle. So it's now mm-hmm. kind of going over to like you've got – you'd have your – four. And then you've got, like, your utility players. Like, Ake, he can pitch in in midfield. He can pop up in a centre-back kind of roles. You can kind of put him in multiple positions. Yeah, it's just there's a, there's a massive change in football nowadays. You, you players aren't happy if they're not playing. And the days of having a massive fucking squad are over.
4: Oh, I disagree entirely. I mean, you you see... When, when, we buy, when City buys new players, there is obviously a conversation had where it's like, listen, you're going to start at least half of our matches. But you have to remember that we're going to play almost the entirety of every match available in the season. So there's gonna be a shit ton of opportunities. You might not be starting in the Premier League. You might, you know, it might be like FA Cup or like Champions League. We'll, we'll definitely pepper you, pepper you into Champions League because everyone wants to be playing in Champions League football. But like, that's, that's what people are getting sold on when they're getting purchased and brought into city is that it's not just, it's not just this, you know, you, we, we want you. It's we want you to come into our team and be a part of our team and understand that you're a piece to a puzzle and not the piece. And I, I, think that there are other clubs that are, I think that Liverpool does have that kind of mentality where people are coming in with that kind of same shit. Um, you know, like, like, like Canate, I think I, I kind of, I disagree with you when, about him as well. Like I think that
2: guy is fucking legit. Um, I mean, he's, he's coming on monster. right now he's really he's coming on right now he is but he's really coming on right now yeah so two goals and two matches
4: yeah um i mean to be fair like if if we had ederson and i really don't think that like any of their goals would have gone in even that header because that header was kind of soft but we're not gonna we're not we'll, we'll get to that later um, get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah uh I, I I, what I'm saying is basically this, that it's it's not that kind of world. I just think that there are a lot of clubs who don't have that kind of culture instilled to where people believe that not only are you going to fight for, you know, Premier League, Champions League, you're going to fight for every single fucking cup. So every single player is going
3: to have a chance to play. Like the great Man United fucking side, they had four first team strikers. Teddy Sheringham, you had Andy Cole, Dwight York, and Solskjaer. All that could walk into any team. They didn't get the minutes, but they stayed. You go back a few years, uh, Chelsea, we had Drogba, uh, Anelka, Kalou. But we only ever played with one striker, so two are missing out. Sometimes he put in uh, Kalu as like kind of like a right winger. You look at like Liverpool... Liverpool's actual striking options, because I don't count Sané and Mane, Salah, sorry, as... Um, <laughs> Strane and Salah. Bustin' rounds. <laughs> I'll be busting rounds. Sané,
4: Mane,
3: Salah. It's wingers. But up front, you've got... Uh, they only played with, like, Firmino, and now they've got Diaz in. So you've not got, like, this massive... If outside of that, like, 11, starting 11... Teams they don't have that depth that they used to. You're not seeing the the big squads that you used to. I mean, Chelsea just at like left back, Wayne Bridge, Ashley Cole, two England left backs, um, for like a number of seasons covering each other. Like you wouldn't get that anymore. You wouldn't get that quality in depth. You'd have a player that would play across the back, uh, Serginho Dest. Yeah. um, He can play left-back or right-back. You're getting it where, like, their they're utility... Can sell Cancelo. Yeah. And I think that's the way it's all going kind of forwards, where it just pisses me off when people talk about Liverpool's depth in squad. Because at the beginning of the season, when Chelsea at the top of the table, they were talking about, our oh, massive depth. You take out two, three of our players, and then we're fucked. You know? Yeah, but
2: you do have a pretty good rotational depth, Alfie, I have to say. Like, it's not like you guys are dragging... At every position behind the starting the main starting eleven, there are some good switches that you have there. It's not in every position, like City, maybe. It kind of is though. There are a lot of options in there. Yeah, um it's just right, that, right, like, that's what I'm saying. There are a ton um, of options that are in that are switch around, especially your midfield.
3: You go back a few months when we lost well, we lost pretty much everyone at one point, but um <laughs> you have them critical fucking people um and you're seeing it with the I mean he's kind of muddled along mm. but we weren't the same team without James or Chilwell um and I mean if if Havats had picked up a bit of a knock mm. we're, we're getting Lukaku in minutes that doesn't deserve yeah. it yeah so like there's not that whereas like it, it basically basically it proved it everyone was talking about a massive depth it's the same as Liverpool, you take out three or four of their players and it don't matter, they've not got that quality on the sidelines to come in if they lost Van Dijk Salah, Mane they've not got that depth to come in and just just carry on as normal, it's going to hurt them, it's the same as Chelsea, we lost like three or four of our our big hitters, Mm -hmm. if we had the depth that they were talking about basically you can carry on as normal and we couldn't who else? So then
4: you have two fucking center backs and this is the shit that City was dealing with before. Yeah. And, and that's why Ake was brought in. Um, but and Ake, while I don't think that he's necessarily like totally up to par, um, I think that motherfucker plays hard enough to
3: earn his spot. Like if Liverpool had lost that to Benfica, for the last week, all you'd have heard about is all the pundits ripping into them about well, they've not got that quality from the bench. It's just and this- realistically we still should have heard that because they did yeah. concede three fucking goals. That's what's knocking me. Basically, that it's result by result. You know, they would they heard it on the radio today, they were talking about uh City. But if if City had beaten Liverpool, it'd have been the reverse. Oh, City can Win with their second string, you know what I mean? It just pisses me off how you got these professional pundits and they got the memory of a fucking goldfish. You know,
2: use the goldfish reference.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Ted Lasso on Apple
2: TV. Check it out. We are not paid for that. Oh, as we
4: uh, (laughs) have transitioned into talking about City, uh, let's move into that fucking bloodbath.
1: Fight back, fight back, fight back, fight back.
2: We don't, you don't really hear a lot of down talk because there really isn't very much down talk to have about City. Alas, there's that episode. We have to um, question. No, we're, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Are we are we? still on, we're
4: okay. still on at like beating Atletico on aggregate.
2: Oh, we don't need to jump into painful shit yet. <laughs> Sometimes it's just better to rip the band-aid off first.
4: It's better, it's better
2: to acknowledge that we went through
4: a fucking team who fucking headhunted our best fucking players.
2: Can we cut out all of this and start over?
4: God damn. Uh, I mean, they played how we knew they were gonna play, how they always play, where they do some chippy shit. And then as soon as it gets brought back on them, they fall down like they got fucking hit by a fucking plow. And it's nonsense. And they're fucking pieces of shit. And Simeone is a piece of shit. And I put it all out there. Fuck Atletico. That shit was bullshit. Savage,
2: I'm calling you out, motherfucker. Jack Grealish should have fucking punched you right on the fucking pitch. I don't give a shit if you were like a city player. You were never a blue, motherfucker. You should have got your shit rock right on the pitch, just so you know. I hope you're fucking listening to this, because that whole squad, all those blues that were over there were ready to pound your fucking skull in. You act like a bitch. Right, you are a cunt. Yeah, straight up. Cunt. No one fucking pulls a guy on the ground. Like, right. like who does that? Right. Who, and who, fucks with the, who fucks with the guy who's already fucking hurt?
4: He, <laughs> uh, he has a part fucking man his fucking head. The best part about all that is that somehow this motherfucker skates by with only one yellow in that. And then Felipe, the guy who, I mean, to be fair, started the whole fucking thing with his like yeah. sweep out. Like it was a fair tackle at first, but then for some reason you had to fucking swing your leg and kick him in the back, like back of the leg rather. But you know what I'm saying? Um, like completely unnecessary. And just because of pieces of shit, you guys are.
2: There was, there was so much desperation in the, the, their play at the very end. I mean, it was literally like they had nothing else left to do but that. I, mean, I, I was like just red. I, I mean, like there was
4: all I could see was just our players getting injured left and right. And, and, and it's because, to be fair, I guess in a way to Atletico, the ref allowed it to start the game. Yep. And he should have, as knowing what the first leg was like, he should have fucking come in and seen that shit to start and been like, here's a yellow, here's a yellow, here's a yellow. I'm going to fucking caution all you motherfuckers quick so we fucking stop
3: this shit. And he didn't, and we saw what happened. I can't believe that you ended up, ended the game with more yellows than Athletico. Right? You had right? more players booked than they did for all the shit that they were doing. There was
2: there was a big pot of home cooking being brewed in Madrid that day. We're lucky we walked out the way that we did.
3: How much did you enjoy that Fernandinho that oh, it was like a God. fucking 20 foot sliding tackle? Yep. It was like straight out of lad like at NHL. Yep. You know where they skate around the ring <laughs> and then they smash him into the ice like, you know, 50 feet away? Yep. I would nice if, and listen if there were if, <laughs> if, if there were
2: boards in football I would have loved to have seen that fucking go right in, him go right into it
4: <laughs> and would that's what I, like
2: you you and Kobe and I were talking and we were like yeah man like
4: just fucking send Fernandino in let him eat a card at least um like who gives a shit at this point let him fucking play some Fernandino ball and mm-hmm. like you know do some more. Luckily, I, I, you know as a as a fernandino lover
2: he does some questionable shit sometimes right <laughs> you but can you really gotta trust. have that guy exactly i don't know you can you can kind of see his age now though um yeah oh, yeah he got so gassed out at because after that fucking slide tackle i i he wasn't really <laughs> exactly the same player but his heart was there his heart was absolutely there Getting out of that- pump. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a unexplainable match. Diego Simeone's antics were absolutely absurd. It's not the the way he. The way did did you see? Wait, did you see Phil Foden standing on the side, looking right at him, like you're so fucking ridiculous. Like it was that was probably the best look I've ever seen Phil Foden give Mm -hmm. you. Just kind of looking over at Pep, like what the fuck. (laughs) Like
4: Um, I mean, when when you're a ref has the same name as a fucking American serial killer. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just
2: saying, <laughs> <clears throat> look that up. People look that up. It's really interesting. <laughs> I mean, this was, this was almost, this was like, if you were going to put a movie to this match, it was no holds barred. It was definitely Zeus and Hogan going at each other. Yeah, yeah, straight up. It was, yeah. it was fucking cage match fucking yeah. with like razor wire Right, and a really shitty bar in like fucking Texas <laughs> or something like that. Or like Alabama
4: or one or of those,
2: Al- like Al- Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Exactly.
4: <laughs> one of those states where no one really goes to, but yeah.
2: South Missouri. People can't leave for some reason. Right.
3: But <laughs> well, I can I can just picture Greenish as Dalton from fucking Roadhouse now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm <a roundhouse> man. <laughs>
4: fucking billy jack i'm gonna put this side of my foot on that side of your face
2: bam
3: (laughs) when you pass the ball you do it nicely when you leave the pitch you do it nicely (laughs) all
4: you have to do is follow three simple rules one never underestimate your opponent expect the unexpected two Take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary.
0: And three, be nice. Come on, If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Okay. Ask him to walk. Be nice. If you won't walk, walk him. But be nice. If you can't walk him... One of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice.
3: Man, I'll tell you what, like, I can't. Did you hear, uh, do you guys get talk sport out there? Uh, radio? Yeah, station. talk show. Yeah. Um, I, did you hear Jason Cundy, ex-Chelsea? I think he played for Tottenham and all. He was banging on about how he'd love to see Diego Simeone uh, take over yep. 2 And it's like, what the fuck are you chatting about? Man? Is- you must have watched the same games for like the last five or six years that everyone else has why the fuck that was actually not your club closer oh, uh, i mean <laughs> i mean
2: not not quite to the extent that fucking simeone did in that first leg man jesus christ mm-hmm. i have not like i don't know back in the day with marino like, right uh, right but i'm saying like i don't think the last time i've seen somebody park the bus so hard was actually uh was it last season the end of the I mean, season. I've seen plenty of clubs do that against us. This no, there was just just one. There was just one match. I think it was the end of the season. Me and you were watching the game, and I was like, "Holy shit, they're not doing anything." I think it was United. Actually, they just sat back the whole time, and I was like, "This is awful. This is absolutely disgusting football. This is cheap football from their side." The best, what
4: the fuck? The best part about that is when you see United try to park a bus, they're so disjointed that it doesn't <laughs> even work. <laughs> uh, like, it requires, like, a <laughs> unity in the defense and shit. And right. right.
3: It's like a post-apocalyptic bus. You know, there's bits missing. <laughs> exactly. Things Straight like, out like of Mad Max. On, like, <laughs> and,
2: Straight you know. out of Mad Max, you got a dude in the back with a hunchback just trying to fix it while he's driving. <laughs> spray One of the times like twice face. the size of the rest of it. The hunchback is uh, Maguire. Oh, God. Oh.
4: Uh, <laughs> poor guy anyway anyway it ended the way we needed it to we got through and uh shit i mean Kev needed stitches um like we don't even know the full extent yet i think about kyle um and and again just that bullshit like who the fuck I, i don't give a shit if like maybe phil was being dramatic and rolling around or whatever everyone fucking does that shit and you do not grab my dude by the fucking shirt and try to pull him out of bounds. You don't do that shit. So I'm going to fucking get in your fucking face. Zanchinko didn't even do that. He just was like, whoa. Like. Right. And then Savic decided that was
3: not cool. And that's when shit set off. I think you, like just from a like, next round perspective, I think you've got a, a damn sight better route against Real than you would have had against us. Not because we're like we're the best fucking team, but just that with it being an English semi, I think I think you'd have a, a better time against Real.
4: Yeah, you guys have way more experience against us. Yeah, we no, have way we have just as much experience against you, but that's like a mentality that Real doesn't get. Yeah, and
3: right. I think that would be uh, Pep's comfort zone as well. From oh, I yeah. know, like I know, it's a completely different Real Madrid team, but still like that that comfort level for him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I I mean, anytime Pep gets
4: to
2: beat Real is a joy for Pep. <laughs> well, guys, that wraps up our Champions League section. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, come back and talk about some of the FA matches.
4: <laughs> Hello, this is Jamie Carragher and you're listening to the Three Points in a Pie podcast.
1: This is our, our Boris Johnson, uh, hopefully, um, still Prime Minister, and, and you, are listening to, 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 to the, um, Three Points and a, uh, pie podcast, I, I fully endorse this show, I was, um, told there would be a, um, a party, um, uh, could someone please, uh, tell me where the, uh, party is?
0: We're gonna talk a little bit about tactics. You have way too much to care. I held him in my arms and kissed him. They have to know we're fucking here to compete. You need to cool that shit out. Yeah. Oh fucking oh. twat! Oh. So, you ready to listen to the ramblings of a freshly shaved Mabin? as part of our commitment to his integration back into society? Here's Colby Stevens gaming
2: all right guys welcome back um let's start off with uh the first fa match uh of the weekend which was the city liverpool match uh yeah about that about that about that Pep, you can't understand well yes first we understand we understand why you did it we always trust in pep let's make that fucking very clear we trust in pep that doesn't mean i have to agree with your fucking decisions Your lineup comparatively to Liverpool's starting 11, their best starting 11, you put in Zach Steffen, who has already been labeled as an FA blunder. Comes in, does it again. Why wouldn't you put Ederson in?
4: I mean, I'll say this. For what happened, the FA blunder label that he's got from Chelsea, that was like mildly out of position like it it was just kind of like uh ugh, fuck up like you know he he if you're out that far fucking run at the guy something do something he he just didn't make a decision whereas what we saw to be like we, like you and I were talking about to be third to that um i mean midweek we could have seen ederson concede a goal for from some dumb shit and luckily we didn't because somehow ederson has the fucking i don't know angel sitting over his shoulder or some shit or he's just that good who i mean i'll take the latter but who knows uh i mean i even sent like a a message like a dm to fucking zach stefan right after the match i don't he doesn't fucking probably not his social
2: media teammate gonna fucking feel that
4: yeah (laughs) but i still felt the need to because it's like dude like it happens like mistakes fucking happen Unfortunately, you're playing one of the best teams in the fucking world. And when you make a mistake like that, it's not That'd just bad. It doesn't just look bad. It's a goal or two goals conceded or potentially even three goals conceded. If you look at it like I did with the Kanate or yeah, the Kanate goal, um, like I really feel like that should have been saved uh but definitely the Mane near post goal should have been saved and obviously
2: the slide the, tackle one should have never fucking happened and that we've even seen have- him
4: do we've even seen him do like Cruyff turns on people before and instead of that he just literally played the ball right into Mane's feet and it's like fuck man but at the, uh, you know that's what i'm saying is like if you're listening zach I'm behind you, man. It shit happens. What it really comes down to is you're playing with uh, what I think eight fucking swaps from our team that played them in the the weekend prior.
2: Um, Listen, like that's, November that's a fucking act, different team. November twenty sixth, Zach. You better not pull that shit. I mean, he's, I'm gonna fucking be if real he's with even you. Called if he's even
4: called. Like that's where it's getting like kind of fucked up. Is like he should be the number one, but I think because of his limited play this is what we're gonna know him from and that's fucking shitty uh, burr if you're listening which you probably aren't uh give zach stefan that fucking belief because pep does and that should say more to you than anything
0: yeah and then
2: again november 26th comes and you just have like one of the best front threes picking away at us
4: and we have some really fucking talented front players too, and we do have Jordan Pickford
2: and Harry McGuire.
4: and Harry. Like, uh, they do have John Stone, so, and Kyle Walker so.
2: Yeah, but you're only talking about one side of that pitch now. So, and Trips,
4: which I do think Trips is weak, honestly. And with if we if Pele such a right hand, uh, oh yeah, Shaw. Shaw but even still can't if, forget if, that man but if pulis is just playing that side like if pulis is just playing kyle walker side then fucked. that's fuck
2: that's it. well alfie yeah C- can you give us your perspective on this match because uh
4: because <laughs> i just hate talking about it i hate talking about <laughs> fucking like elder
3: fucking liverpool it did um the one thing i would say is that i Liverpool seems to take a leaf out of fucking Atletico's book because they, I mean, Liverpool pressed hard, but they were, they were going in fucking hard. Like they were going in to like level the pitch. um, And that's kind of whether that's going to start a bit of trend with, whereas going players, City. yeah, whereas teams would go up against City. They already knew that they're, they're going to give up possession, you know what I mean? Catch, try and catch them on the counter. I don't know whether there's teams that are going to try and take a leaf out of Atletico's book now and get like right up on City's players' faces. and What they used to do, you remember what they used to do to Arsenal uh, a few seasons ago? It was kind of famous that you kind of bully Arsenal. Mm. Um, it's be interesting to see that next couple of games to see how that kind of pans out. But I'm surprised Liverpool didn't finish up with more bookings than they did. I mean,
4: to say bullying is one thing. Like, to to like come up and like you know chest somebody as I'm like right behind you and just kind of like maybe like nudge you with an elbow or whatever. You know, just make you know I'm fucking there is a different fucking story than like kicking your legs out of you or whatever the fuck. You know, Um, like it, it, it. I'm not saying I'm saying Atletico. I'm not saying Liverpool, but like there were some crunching ass fucking tackles, and that's when we brought in Fernandinho to fucking. (laughs) he <laughs> was one of those eight changes like i mean when whenever you start a team and first of all like how many of the backline players include like so you have five players including goalkeeper yeah those players were haven't seen a fucking minute in how long and that's the people we put in for a semifinal. like that uh it was it was painful to see that team line up and then see what like Liverpool was putting out. And it was like, okay, well, we're going to get fucked. Um, That's exactly how that felt. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly exactly. how that felt. (laughs) Like Salah, like, so this is where, like, when the argument of Ballon d'Or comes into play and it's like, Salah should be winning a fucking Ballon d'Or for all these years and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, goal scoring does not make you a good, like, like like the best player. Goal scoring makes you the best player for your position. You know, ass, like he's a winger. So goal scoring and assist, those are those are two requirements of you. What are your tackles? Like, what is your pass percentage? Blah, 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 blah. All of that is yeah. what makes, to me, the best all-around player. And that's why I think that we should have seen Kevin get at least one Ballon d'Or in the fucking world. But that's not the way the fucking world works. Um,
2: at least I mean, he's gotten that- a couple of player of the year's. You could also make that argument right now about Phil Foden. He has, he has comparable stats to Ronaldo at the same age and he'd run a Ballon d'Or that same, at the same age. Yeah, the difference is we're not going to sell
4: him like fucking idiots. Well, because we're not. And he's a fucking... <laughs> well, and like we appreciate he's an a talent. fucking... Exactly. He's, he's a, a, a fucking talent. born and raised <laughs> and he's not a Cristiano Ronaldo Portuguese fucking dude. He's a fucking city blue through and through.
3: You ain't ever sending them as well
4: because you'd have to explain that to his mom. <laughs> shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you see did you see the pictures from when he was getting pulled off the pitch by Savage and she's in the back?
2: No. No. Oh my god. I'm uh, just kidding. We, I
4: don't, I don't, I don't know for sure that it's her, but if it's it not her, been. it's somebody looks very much like her. And it's like there's a face on that woman, like,
2: I will fuck you up. And it's like. We need to get Ozzy on finding out to put on Twitter.
3: I'm pretty sure Diego Simeone is <laughs>
2: trying to sign her. Who is <laughs> fucking a right Simeone? Oh, I'm sure he is. Some dirty dirt shit right now. <laughs> She'll come out with a right hook.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put her in for a fucking Fernandinho 15 yard run into slide tackle. <laughs> I love that motherfucker. I, like, you know, I can I can joke about like his. Well, it's not a joke. He has had some fucking questionable tackles throughout the years. But why I love Fernandinho is when you see him sit in that like recessed CDM role and that ball is played up to him from Diaz or whomever. And then he plays a through ball to whoever our center forward is wrapping around a center back and just like hooking into that guy. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, mm. Rodri can't do that shit. Jorginho
2: maybe can do that shit sometimes, but he doesn't do it anymore. So, to kind of wrap and, that up. Um, yeah, enough about all that. We, we, I think we've done a pretty extensive uh, go FA through. Uh, yeah, we've gone through <laughs> a pretty extensive go through the City Liverpool match. Let's uh, just gotta wipe some tears m- real quick. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm still gutted from it, I, regardless of what we said here. I'm still gutted. Yeah. Um, well, we've done it there. yeah thanks for getting me on another fucking tangent (laughs) so let's now move into this chelsea crystal palace match alfie how elated are you
3: well it 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 would have been a lot happier yeah all right (laughs) are you
2: even elated (laughs) that started out a little lackluster
3: it's just the, the the way that we got there it was such a Strange match to actually fucking watch.
4: No, I thought you um, meant by your fucking bullshit way to get to the, you know, semifinals. But it's, yeah, I I was...
3: it's kind of like
4: you <laughs> got there by default. Yeah, you, you basically played, like, toddlers. No offense to everybody, but let's be real. Um, to then play Crystal Palace in the semifinals. like
3: Yeah, again. I, I mean, I know that there, there weren't really too much going on up until like, I think about, like, the 50th, 60th minute. But I was I was genuinely expecting Palace to come out and really try and wrap it up in the first 20 minutes. I mean, I know that he made a couple of changes, but most of those players, they just played 120 minutes against Real. mm mm-hmm. um, But even Palace, like, they, there was no real... It was like watching the end-of-season game, you know? Um,
4: yeah. And
3: in an end-of-season nondescript game yeah mm. and i mean it's a semi-final for like the fa cup um, right it was just
4: well i mean i feel like you saw that from palace where like they knew what they came out to do against you um and it was like again for yeah 50 60 minutes it seemed like chelsea didn't really know how to I don't, i don't know if maybe there wasn't like I would assume that Tuchel, given his fucking tactical knowledge, went into this match knowing that this is what they're going to see. Um, and it just seemed like they're, it, 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 like the concepts that he had in, like instated were just nonsense for what yeah. was actually happening.
3: I mean, there was a couple of times, like in the first 20 minutes. I mean, I see it happen twice. It, it may have happened more. There was a couple of times where Reese James was on the ball and you could see him looking up and his his friend his hands up because there's no one that's really moving. There's no one to really pass it to. Um Jorginho, he I mean, he he's such a fucking frustrating player. (laughs) He (laughs) He can be great. He can can be great. And then and then you feel really bad about moaning about him when he does (laughs) them beautiful passes. It's like shit, I I really misjudged you. You know, you are a nice guy. (laughs) <laughs> but he, he does it where he, he got completely and mugged a couple of times. And this is when he's having a bad game. If I was managing Jorginho, as soon as he gets mugged, even if it was like the first five minutes, I would pull him off because he's just not going to be there. It's kind of like that. And it, you know in the NFL, when you get the, the quarterback who gets sacked, that's what it looks like with him because he kind of just ponders around the middle and he'll have two players on him and he just gets dumped to the floor. Um, it's been in the EPL, what four seasons ish? It is now. I love the long. fact
2: that you just referenced the NFL.
3: But, you know, <laughs> it's been like it's been like two or three years, by the way. <laughs> so he he just he, he has these games where he still really struggles with like the the intensity. Um, you know yourself, you you get a couple of seconds on the ball before someone runs at you. Unless yeah. it's a semi-final, apparently, in the FA Cup where no one really gives a shit. <laughs> um, but he, you a him, where he just kind of like divers round. And then I, there was, I know that there was one time at least that Tuchel was kind of really yelling at him. But he does this every few games where he just ponders and he gets the ball robbed. And then it, it leads to like a counter-attack. Mm-hmm. He just... Yeah, it, it... And this is what I was talking about with like Gallagher. Um, I think there'll be a slightly different midfield next season. Um, I just don't think that, I mean, you'd have to,
4: you'd have to play like a a, a real five, three, two for that to
3: work. I just think uh, like a Mount Gallagher. um, And I, 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 I can't wait to see Billy Gilmore under 2 Kel.
4: I really do think we
3: will. I do. I mean, that, that kid did up until he went to Norwich. I mean, he, even like in the Euros just a little while ago, he was man of the match against England. There is a fucking amazing player, though. It's just where well, he went to Norwich, basically. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, at least so he's getting the, Premier League action now. It it may have helped his defensive qualities a little bit more.
4: Yeah, but he, he exactly. definitely
3: got his on the bullshit. But um, I don't know. It uh, with Jorginho, it. He and I think that was maybe part of it as to why it was such an odd performance. Cause he he didn't just slow the game down. I mean, he just fucking like stopped it until he got the ball taken off him. Mm. You know, but he'll come out in a week or two and do a really good game, and then I look like an idiot, and then I'm writing him letters saying how much I love him. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, I I'm okay with.
4: Needing knee pads, whatever, like whatever you need. <laughs> Um, I just want to send had, a shout
2: out to Loftus Cheek. <laughs> your <first> I, goal. <laughs> hey,
4: I mean, like, honestly, like RLC, like he's he's needed these these couple matches, he's needed that yeah. fucking like kick back in the ass to feel confident in himself as a player, as a, a valid fucking Chelsea player. And because I don't feel like he's felt like that. I don't, I guarantee most Chelsea supporters don't.
2: Listen, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mate, but I just, I feel really sorry if you got really picked on for your name growing up because there's too many fart jokes that I'm coming up with in my head right now to not say with something this about cheek. It, so. <laughs> Can you,
1: <laughs>
4: like, say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get some cheeks, I'm gonna lot this cheek.
2: <laughs> he he lets everybody oh, know pre, no. he lets everybody know pre fart. I'm gonna laugh my cheek. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not mean
3: that in uh, a degrading way to women. It just uh, you know, you know, I've been following like loftus cheek for since he was at like academy. <laughs> oh, I'm so and sorry. Only up until this episode that I've actually kind of looked at his name.
4: <laughs> I swear to God, like I like years. And I have never yeah. considered like Loftus Cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna kind of kind go, of like, I've always just looked at it as like like Loftus, like, like lotus flower or something in a way. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cheek just was whatever part of it. Like, I was like, Reuben Lotus, I love you. Okay. Now,
2: I. But, yes, cheers Sorry to for you, day, Cheers to you.
4: Mason Mount came through with a fucking dirty-ass one for the second, too. Yeah, so. he did. Yeah, he did. Um, cheers to Timo. you. Timo had a good
2: game. Yeah, Timo agreed. did have a surprisingly good game, and he actually followed up his previous
3: match, which I really liked seeing out of him. That was the other thing as well, like, with the, what I was talking about with James, like, looking up, there was on the other side of the pitch – uh, Timo was—he makes some runs over and over, and no one would kind of put that ball out out to him in in time, or it would go sideways. Mm. But it, yeah. I mean, he's definitely like a he, a cult player. I think he's he's like twenty percent away from being like a fifteen twenty goal a season striker. He'll do the hard bit, and then he, well. I think there's this pretty much cataloged how many times he's been offside or hit a post or...
4: <laughs> yeah, or been shoved off the ball or yeah. whatever. Um, like, it's I mean, you're a last, big enough dude, like... Yeah. That last little bit. Yeah. yeah, that that last, like, true striker mentality shit where it's like, like if it's you on the keeper and you make that one little, like, feign left, kick right, and, you know, <laughs> Scoot past yeah. the keeper and just be able to roll it like that kind of like true attacking mentality. I just feel like it's he's soft on it now. I just um, think that you're soft on or, it. Yeah, I just think that like
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I,
4: I mean like well, but like like we say about like city players how they need a year. I mean maybe Tino needs like two years, but like we're we're starting to see in his second year an improvement Uh like. We're starting to see like this ability of him forming into the fucking uh, the concept of the club. Is it the third year Luka Kui may actually bring that ball down and control it? (laughs) Oh, if you ask Lukaku to fucking control the ball, Jesus Christ! Like, I mean, how Um, if 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 you do if you give him a slow roller right to his feet, no problem. He has that, that ball under control all day long. He needs the duck pins at the bowling alley. Yeah, exactly. He needs or or he needs bumpers, you know, like he, is, he needs the
2: ball to be channeled the, right to him. He's the tether. He is the tether and tether ball. That's all he is to guys. He, <clears throat> he is uh,
4: But almost, that's the funny thing is that guy just did like 30 goals or whatever last year in Italy and
0: comes and here. We're gonna and go back in the back comes back here.
4: <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's, it's Italy. fucking... Yeah,
2: and you put a big fucking chunky motherfucker like him out there in the middle, and they don't know how to handle him. Yeah, considering that most Italians—well, that's not to say that every person on every Italian club is Italian because they're not. But most Italian people that are on those clubs, they're all of five, six, five, eight, five, eight. Yeah, five, eight. <laughs> that's the tall. That's the yeah. tall side of that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's. that's I'm, I'm, spectrum. I'm, I'm speaking for my people. <laughs> I'm speaking for my people, man. I'm kind of on the like above average side of that.
3: But yeah. you know, um, it's 5'7 with like a six foot four mentality, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. It is, you have to be. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be. That's that, that, that's entire. that fucking mafioso yeah. mentality, man. That's that mafioso mentality. But what was that
4: Simeone thing? Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Let's uh let's conclude this here and take a short break. Uh we're gonna come back and talk about the league matches uh that came over for the week. We actually have a special message from uh, Alfie's friend Darren. Uh, we're going to touch on that once we get to the uh, Spurs Brighton match. Um but we'll be back here in a minute and yeah. Fucking chicken a roof. <laughs> You're listening to the 3 points in a pie podcast. We'll be right
3: back after these messages.
0: Hey, this is Ryan Reynolds. Yep, the guy who played your favorite walking corpse, Deadpool. If you downloaded the movie for free, well, let's just say I hope you get an incurable STD. You cheap-ass shit-sniffer. Anywho, I'm here on the Three Points and a Pie podcast, as I promised the guys I would answer one question on my ownership of Wrexham FC. Yes, I own a pro football team. Can Chris Hemmingsworth say the same thing? No. No, he cannot. All he has is that shiny fucking hammer in a franchise that crashed and burned. So, the guys asked me about our recruitment at Wrexham, and I'm going to say the same thing to them as I did in the movie. We need to build a fucking team. We need them tough, morally flexible, and young enough so that they can carry this franchise 10 to 12 years.
2: All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're going to go into our league matches here. Um, first, let's start off with the uh, Spurs-Brighton match. Uh, yeah. We got, little, we, we got a little message from Alfie's friend, Darren, that we were talking about earlier. Um, we're going to go ahead and play that clip here now.
1: All right, lads, it's Darren from Walthamstow. I've been listening to the show since you started, and I'm loving it. You make some good points, and I fucking love that Michael Arteta and Pep Collins. But do me a favor and get off Tottenham's back. Everyone bangs on about us, but we've looked different under Conte. We've been playing some of our best football since Poch left. It's going to take some time for Conte to get the team playing week on week out the way he wants us to. And we look fucking good at times. So yeah, I've said my piece. Oh, and Colby, it's not fucking chicken on our crest. It's a cockerel, which is like the king of the fucking chickens. So yeah, keep up the good work, lads. In a bit. And so uh, with that,
2: So, it's still a chicken, buddy.
4: I mean, we have to (laughs) acknowledge that, like, like I'm going to give some kind of fair play in that Brighton has been a team that, like, has just kind of confused everyone and baffled it. Like, just, 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 they've not won everything, but they've put in a fucking fight against most fucking clubs. Mm -hmm. And so, I'll give you that, Tottenham. But... You're a fucking chicken on a roof, and like, <laughs> way ain't Tottenham. way ain't Tottenham. I'm just saying, like, you're like, you you should not be losing that match, and you did, and it says everything about the way, the reason why you are perennial. Let's hope we
2: make Champions League club. To be fair to what Darren said. <clears throat> They have really looked pretty decently under Conte. Um, this yeah, match obviously uh, this, football makes. Well, but they, look this good. They, exactly, but like this match, you shit the bed, man. This is Brighton. They they, they have looked good over the past few matches. They have done things um, that have wowed all of us a bit, um, considering where they're at, sitting in the table. Uh, especially against the teams that they've done it against, specifically. Um, But you're Tottenham, you're fighting right now for that that fourth spot. Um, And just to go over the table real quick, uh, you're sitting at four, but you have United, who we'll get in that to a second, beat a lowly, lowly norwich um but you should still be a little bit scared
4: there i mean bottom of the table norwich by the way exactly
2: oh. bottom of the fucking table but you should talk, I mean, you should still be a little bit scared you you may not make a, that that fourth seed by the end of the i mean arsenal has gone down west ham has gone down united went up on uh,
4: you, i mean west ham West Ham is a match up on them, which is fucking weird. Like, I think West Ham has played more matches than anybody else in the Premier League right now. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, So, like, I mean, Arsenal still have a match in hand on Mm -hmm. fucking Tottenham and United, and they're sitting equal fucking points with United, a a, a match back. Uh, So, like, yeah, it's... Everyone's biting at everyone's heels for that fourth spot, which again these are like i understand we say top six is like a i mean before it used to mean that the top six any of these teams could be battling for first place Mm -hmm. that is not going on now like chelsea chelsea started the season in a way that made it look like they might be top of the table but they proved that they are not able to be top of the table consistently and that's why they will never in the near future be above city or liverpool. But all these other teams are just miles beyond them. So it just says everything when you're talking about like like fourth place from first and second i mean you're talking about 20 points 20 20 fucking points that's nuts like you're not talking about Liverpool and city running away with it. You're talking about like you guys just fucking off and at least Chelsea is here to fucking play, but I'm sorry, Alfie, but like you're, you're basically in that kind of boat of a cup team and maybe somebody that makes the league hard for Liverpool and city.
3: Yeah. I, I, well, I've got to disagree with you though. Um, I mm-hmm. think next season, dirt. I think <laughs> so long as everybody stays fit um, and we sort out – because, I mean, the, the big thing this season uh, was kind of lucidly. If you look at, like, the, the table, um, we've only – the Brentford game kind of hit us. I think we've conceded now, like, three or four more goals than you guys, like, you know, Liverpool and, and City. The big thing for us was was scoring goals. Um three more. I language. think so like that that'll either sort itself out or again will be kind of like third place again, depending on what they, they do up front. But um I mean this is the our team third. is there. Yeah, it's just it's it's that it's that missing, there's there's still that missing component, you know what I mean? It's it's the goal just really fucked us up. And I knew that that was going to happen. I I, I said the season was over, um, Christmas, when we we started losing critical people. Yeah. There's In no way City that we were going to just win
4: on a twelve fucking match winning run. So yeah, that's and with also the, a thing.
3: <laughs> the Premier League now though, you you lose two or three games, you know, well probably three or four games. You lose that that many, your season's done. You know, what I mean, there's there's that it's that competitive. Yeah, I mean Liverpool
4: um, have lost less matches than City, but all their draws. I mean, I
3: I'll still take an FA Cup. Um, That's considering a the loop. The, you the, sh- the shit. Well, considering the shit that we've gone through, you know what I mean with all the Abramovich thing. Um, right, with Man United and everything else. I mean, for me, that they've had no crisis and yet they've completely self-imploded. Um, Arsenal. i mean you can't
4: say that you can't say they haven't had a crisis i would say that by having a fucking mid or mid-season swap in manager that's a crisis
3: in its own yeah but they were stable before that they've had the same manager it's the same team there's been no external shit that's gone on it's all been internal with them um with us i mean we we've gone from like well no owner you know what i mean um all the shit that went on with that still um,
4: technically i mean you're just like floating basically and we see got... that he
2: might be buying valencia yeah.
4: yeah yeah good for him good for him yeah
3: but we've been to i mean i'm final. not i'm not
4: pro-russian i'm not pro-russian that's not what we're saying
3: well putting it He's... back to the, the thing with this is i mean we've already been to one final um,
4: it's so much shit though it's so much one. to
3: deal with it's but I mean, again, it's Chelsea, so there's always drama. Each the, the players, are, I guess, are kind of probably used to that now. But to Seriously. deal with all the shit that they've done, they've done fucking well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any other manager that I can kind of see would have handled it as well as I've been really impressed with the way two has handled it all. Um, Touch of class, I would
4: say absolute fucking class. Like in you know like. <clears throat> It's, it's funny that we're seeing, I mean, I, Pep obviously isn't a German manager, but like um, managers coming from Germany into the Premier League and figuring that shit out. Like it, it took Klopp a few seasons. Uh, Pep came out, needed a season really to fucking hit the ground running, but we still made Champions League that season um but like after that it was like holy shit city is the best fucking team and then like you know 100 points like you, you just don't get 100 points easily ever in the world of the premier league in the world of elite football you just don't do that and but
3: well, this is the thing as well you get like everybody like man united banging on about um like the great teams and I don't care what anyone says The the premier league now is so much more competitive than it was 10, 15 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. so to, to, clock fucking up, to clock up the points that you, and I mean, that's where you're seeing teams now, uh, dominating uh, Europe out of England. So it, the competition a, is just yeah, that high. To be able to clock up that many points in the league that we are in, It it is an incredible feat. mm mm-hmm. So was United. Speaking, Speaking
4: of United, of United. <sighs> um, I hate to give respect, but respect is due when it comes to United. Yep. But CR7, Cristiano, cheers, man. Hell of a fucking match and respect for doing what you did. You know, like coming out to a 17 year old who, like, I mean, really essentially is doing what you did and just being like, start from here. Um, I dig that. uh, You know, I, I've, I'm really fucking sorry. We are really fucking sorry to hear about what happened. That's,
2: that's awful. It is terrible.
3: I tell you what, with with this game, the only reason that they won was Ronaldo. They, They still played like shit. Oh, absolutely. And the goals that he scored, I mean, uh, right. right, Third one, Norwich basically gifted him this game.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, And and, and really, if you look at the way that that game went, Norwich showed the fuck up in the second half. Yeah. And and that really kind of goes to show, but it also kind of goes to show how terrible United's back line is.
3: And um, I know Ronaldo is obviously going to get the headlines because he got the hat trick. But um, that uh, Ilanga, he for mm-hmm. me, he was the man of the match.
4: See, I'm still like on the fence on him. Like, I, I, <laughs> I mean, like, I
3: just, I can't. No, I know exactly what you're saying, and I completely and utterly agree with you. Just on this match, because like he, I, I, I don't know whether it's because of his age or what. Next match, right. he may have a shocker. But, um, but this match, he was, he, he. He, he a, played fucking yeah, well. Yeah,
4: he gave. Well, he gave the opportunity for Cristiano to get in those positions. If I'm being yeah. honest, because because defenses do acknowledge him as a threat and like position themselves accordingly.
3: Yeah, like yeah, but yeah, like right United they were they were fucking lucky with this.
4: Yeah, I mean, like when I when I was watching, I was just like, you know, United goes up two 0 and. Then they equalized, and I was like, well, that was a rapid succession equalization for one thing, and then, I mean, obviously, halftime splitting, but still, like, that's going in and coming out, like, let's fucking go, and Mm -hmm. it gave me that thought process, but then, you know, matches go as matches go, and.
2: Did you you not catch the, um, when Pogba went off? Oh, yeah, we saw that
3: shit. Like I've been watching
2: that massive gash that massive gash he got from Harry Maguire,
3: uh, that shit is hilarious. uh, (laughs) Oh, no, the booze that he got, that was that too. um, That too. Like, like I've been watching football since the late eighties. Um, that's the first time that I've ever heard Man United actually booing a player off. I don't even remember them giving Wayne Rooney shit when he was kind of like linked with us, Mm. and then he was doing the whole contract situation, right. But um, it kind of goes to show you where the, the level at is with him that for all of Maguire's stuff, I've still not heard Man United fans booing him.
2: Mm. No, but, Not unless they're playing an international fl- friendly at
3: Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've heard. <laughs>
2: uh,
4: but, but no, I mean, United, they want to believe that Lindelof can be a fucking true center back. They want to believe that this pairing can somehow work even though they know it can't. And I don't know. I I have no problem with fucking hope, but that's all it is if you ask me.
3: They spent 35 fucking million on him, Lindelof.
4: Again, it goes into, you know, having Stones there next to you, Having, having a fucking reliable person. I mean, Stones necessarily isn't that person but if he has to be that player he's he's grown to understand that like okay i'm going to be the diaz or i'm going to be this fucking guy who's holding the line back. whereas you laporte or you ake or whomever you know you can run up and i will create this back three while you go in um that shit when that happens with united it's like both players are just like whoa oh, 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 oh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's like watching you know when you the old FIFA like the old old yeah, days what they used exactly. to glitch. and it'd be like a squirming
4: like circular yeah. like turning in circles. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you kick a, your own player in the head? Oh man, like uh when it first kind of like PS two when it was legitimate gaming, um then it it. yeah that's when the great great glitches happened although they still happen all the time i saw a guy get slide tackled and then thrown into like the top netting of a goal and then he fielded the ball and played it out to like their like midfielder
2: (laughs) oh shit all right guys FIFA. let's move let's, let's, let's move along uh Let's talk about Southampton versus Arsenal. Arsenal took a knock, a whole knock, from the Aints who came marching in. So, guys, what we we know how this match went. It was 1-0 Southampton. What does Arsenal have to do here? Because they're one of those teams that have been literally up, down, left, right, side, and backwards throughout the season well i'm gonna say one thing
4: if you're playing a fucking like four five one on a three four three you're you're not in the right mindset first of all you you're you just don't have enough by that midfield to make it go up most of those midfielders are more defending than anything i mean like lakanga kind of i mean chaka Martinelli's attacking obviously um but like like, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's just kind of like soft and it's just too soft for
3: if you're trying to play an overloading midfield, if you're asking me. Mm-hmm. I think as well, like going off of what you said, they lack, um, like apart from Partey, when he's having a good game, they, they they lack bite and they need leaders in the middle. You know, they've not got many players that would just take a game by the scruff and just dominate and take control of the middle. And I mean, I know that they've got they're playing with quite a few kids again, but it right. still comes back to the fact that they're, they are a top six-ish-ish team. So it, they shouldn't be having to be relying on like 18, 19 year olds. They need that experience in there as well. Mm. And I think
4: that they thought that Granite Chaka was going to be that player, but you have to know that Granite Chaka is like having like Nico Otamendi. Like it's it's a like, that guy card. could get a red
3: card in yeah. the 23rd minute. Like, you don't fucking know. And- well, it uh, when Wenger signed him, he, he he said, I think, in one of the early interviews, he can't tackle. And this is a player <laughs> that you've just bought in, and he said that he can't tackle. So I think he was bought in, and they've kind of tried molding him into, like, a defensive midfielder. Because, I mean, he he puts in some, some absolutely fucking shocking challenges. Absolutely. Um and he's cost them a lot of games and a lot of uh points. But um you look at like their midfield that they played, uh, Saka, Odegaard, uh Logonga, and uh, Martinelli. I believe majority of them are all under 20. Odegaard, I think where's he? found about at least. Yeah. I think ish. that like like 20, 21, 22 is max, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean Saka. there's no there's no kind of like leadership though. Uh, Le Conga, this is his first season in the premiership, right? He they bought him in, he didn't come through their academy, right? Um, so yeah, it um, but this this goes back to they've had this problem for absolutely fucking years. They've always lacked a true out and out defensive midfielder since kind of like Gilberto and uh, Vieira to a degree. Um mm. Their midfield is so it's pretty, but it lacks it lacks bite for the Premiership. I mean, they spent how much on fucking Pepe? And Seventy million, yeah, yeah, and and he's just been riding the bench for how long? And I mean, even like their back line. I mean, I know uh, Ben White. He came in for what fifty-ish million. I mean, they've got the they've 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 got the start in there. Ramsdale, I think, it is one hell of a keeper why i think he 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 was brilliant at brighton and i do think he will kind of turn it round mm. if given the time and the right people around him there's a lot of questions being asked at the business end of the season when you want them answered already i mean they got off to a terrible start and it looked like they you know they they had what a 10-11 game winning kind of run yeah which put them right back up into like the kind of top four question mark but when you're getting into the last six, seven games of the season, this isn't the kind of shit that you want to be delving into.
2: No, no, you don't. All right. Well, it just is, the just is (laughs) Arsenal definitely on the questionable
4: side of. Yeah. Right. They, yeah.
2: They, they, West Ham actually needed this match to be able to go into what Alfie was saying, to need. But it's also like we were talking about, like these teams,
4: these teams aren't built yet to handle all of these competitions yeah and and they just had that fucking europa match and you know have, like yeah. yeah and it's it's a it's a tough fucking role to play when you haven't been in this position before
3: yeah i mean it, antonio if he if he's fit he plays it don't matter how many times kind of thing because they've got no yeah. other options um, i mean they do but
4: not that play like him no But that's like saying, like, when City had Aguero, it's like, well, you know, uh, that doesn't mean that we didn't have somebody who could slot in for Aguero. But at the same time, you're fucking missing Aguero, I guess. Like, Real giving Odegaard up, I think, was a big mistake in the first place. But Yeah, I agree.
3: I love, I've really enjoyed seeing him actually, like, turn it around. Because it really did look like he was just going to be one of those players that kind of burst on the scene and then just filtered around a little bit. And then he ends up, you know, playing, like, third division somewhere.
4: Yeah. And we see that all the time with Real and Barca and yeah. like where they're just like, like they bring up these kids too young instead of curing them into the league, into the world of football at this level. And it's like, here, you're a 16, 17 year old. Now I want you to score five goals. And it's like, uh, like how many your fucking starting 11 score five goals? Like, what are you talking about? And that I feel like Odegaard fell right into that
3: shit. It's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what uh, Arsenal do with the summer window, because uh, like I he's already said that he's um, off and he he's gone. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
3: um, Albo he's already gone over to Barca, so and kedia his contract's running out, and so I mean as it stands going into like next season, they've they're not going to have actual any strikers.
2: You're listening to the Three Points in a Pie podcast with Kyle Colson, Colby Stevens, and
3: Alfie Lauder.
4: Welcome back, guys. Uh, we're going to finish up the episode uh, with some some touching, heartfelt shit, and uh, then some some predictions, and we'll see how that goes. Because I'm betting that. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and put a tenor right now, Alfie, that I win on the amount of predictions correct. Shit, now we're
2: betting on a goddamn show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that.
4: Yeah? Okay. okay let's go. <laughs> All
2: right, <You> guys <laughs> Wait, are we saying Sterling vendors?
4: or uh, – I'm saying American. American. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: if I win, it'll be pounds, and if I lose,
4: we'll do dollars. How about that? Yeah, so I'll give you like
3: 779
2: Pound
4: <laughs> 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 or whatever. Right. Yeah, anyway,
2: yeah. So, so first, let's. Uh, I know we fucking say a lot about City guys. I know we do, but this is commendable. Uh, so City apparently, not apparently, are um, they had a request from the Ukani- Ukrainian Ukrainian uh, national team to be able it's to use the facilities, huh? say that five times fast ukrainian national, team, ukrainian national team 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 i think i was only four no that was five i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um uh but they 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 sent a request over to city um because they do have a match coming up against scotland um and they have uh, they sent a request over to city to be able to uh, use their facilities while they were over on that side City has allowed that um, so kudos to city for helping out Ukraine. I mean that's um, it's common for like you know the facilities
4: facilities to be offered but uh, it's not common for there not to be any kind of charge and obviously exactly. in the situation you shouldn't be charging but I mean frankly, under the current circumstances
2: under the current circumstances that was a big move for them um, and a very very nice one um yeah, great facilities absolutely
4: they're,
3: they're, they're fucking beautiful
2: yeah
4: like holy shit yeah. like i mean just like if can you imagine playing on their training pitch
3: like <laughs> I, I would honestly just be happy enough with that dude i exactly. want to go play a, i want to yeah. go play
2: on that big round table they have in their fucking uh uh in their like team room where they sit there and they they play uh ping pong with the soccer ball i like uh yeah like soccer pong uh soccer pong yeah
4: well i think it's fuddy pong i don't know what you say for brit people. i don't know um whatever
3: it's i think that's pong bullshit here.
2: i would lo- i would love to just go hang out in that and just in that room alone like that just looks like a lot of fun to me
3: i would uh, pay 50 quid to
2: watch Maguire pan that oh my god he would kick somebody in the face <laughs> right <laughs> don't get your ear near his foot anyway. Pogba is getting <laughs> pushed away <laughs>
4: I'll go in even part of the game and he got a fucking kick in the
3: face. It's just, that's, that's how it go.
4: But so yes. moving on. So just to, cheers
3: just city,
2: to, cheers city for doing that. Uh, moving along. We also want to send out a huge thank you to Sean Dice for his contributions uh, over the last 10 years. It's sad to see that he went um, and sacked at a very untimely time. Might I say, I feel like you're going to, you should give him at least till the end of the season for yeah. that kind of yeah, we're six games away. You, did, did you really feel that that was going to do anything to, for your club? Uh, not really. But nonetheless, thank you for your contributions to the game. Thank you for 10 years of service, and you did an incredible job. Um, we hope to see that maybe you get hired on somewhere else. Um, because Wherever he goes is lucky to have him, and I guarantee exactly. it's not a fucking far shot
4: for him to get a new fucking job.
2: It's not. It, well, I mean, there are, there are probably going to be plenty of vacancies coming up soon. Um, with a lot of the lower teams, and that can even go as far as down to championship. But I don't think that that is his caliber of
1: football. So,
4: frankly, I could see him doing a fine job with United. That ship
2: has come and sailed. Has it though? Yeah, that's right. We don't. Ha- we do not have a definitive on the Ten Hag situation. So until that is a actual thing via Fabrizio or whomever the fuck. It could be a possibility, but I
0: don't.
3: I think I'll that think. fucking United just wanted the name. To be honest. Uh, so with with uh, Sean Dyche, <laughs> I honestly feel that there's a story there that may come out sometime next season. Um, for him to, to to to, to be fired like six games left, I feel that there was a meeting there and there were some fuck yous probably thrown around, and I think it was kind <laughs> of a mutual walking away. Um I'd I'd I love watching Dash interviewed. I think he's a he come he comes across as a real genuine, straightforward guy. Candid. And yeah, definitely. And I, it just makes this next kind of comment feel a bit shitty. But um I do feel that he probably should have gone last season. Yeah, but uh, Sean Daesh is handsome as well, so um just for his career and Burnley's, I think their journey. They they both gone as as far as they could. So if he had That's left, if he had left, if he had left last year, yeah, I think there was. I mean, there was jobs going. I, I think if, if Wolves, yeah, I, I he's he's a very talented manager, but um, because like while you say defensive, I don't
4: necessarily agree with defensive. I do feel I feel like they actually kind of play. I mean, they do get compact a lot of times, but they do play a lot of spread out football. They're just he he tends to choose big fucking strong fucking dudes yeah. and they're not necessarily that like technically able but like they're positionally well, I, stable
3: i would I agree don't think with you that so saw... i'll rephrase that to that they, they were difficult to beat um, yeah they were not back foot orientated but they they were. they were they were they were they were solid they were compact they were they were difficult to break down well, and I think you saw a lot of that change come after the winter
2: the winter transfer window when they brought in Valt Veghurst. I think you saw them spread out a little bit more, whereas the beginning of the season, they were a lot more compact, like Kyle was saying. Um, that, was giving, that gives them that ability to open up a little bit, especially on the, front, uh, um, the forward lines. Um, even though I still think that he's a bit of a sloth um, as far as his speed goes and his ability to be like like I said in a couple – or was it last episode or the episode before, I see him a lot in the stance of like an Erling Holland that he's a big body. But his boxing out ability, if you want to call it that, um, and his ability to well, – boxing out or even to turn the ball is a little lackluster for the Premier League. Um, a lowly team like Burley, it's kind of – you can kind of pass that off and not really look at it that way. But seeing the way that he played in Wolfsburg and then coming to Burnley – and seeing that the way that they ran, the way that he is able, well, the way that it transferred over into Burnley, like you're saying, being able to play spread out, it worked a lot better for them. I feel like Sean Dyke should have stayed there, even though you're saying that he should have went last. He should have left last year. I think he should have stayed through this season, and even maybe, m- maybe the n- end of the next season. Going no, I, I definitely, I can,
4: I would have waited. I would have waited until the end of the season, and then let a manager have. Like the start, like the start of the summer and that kind of thing, like finish out the season. Cause I don't think it's ever good for the team or no, for not. the manager to come in midseason.
2: That well, it's, said, it's not I even disagree. In, it's not good for the players either. All right, guys. So uh, we're going to wrap up this little bit of our segment and uh, take a quick short break. And then we'll be back and do some of our week, midweek predictions uh, on the Chelsea versus Arsenal, Everton versus Leicester, uh, Newcastle versus. Crystal Palace City versus Brighton and then the Burnley versus Southampton match. Whole mess of shit. Whole mess of shit. But come back so bit. we can come back so you can hear it all.
1: Welcome to the Free Points and a Pie podcast, brought to you by the Pig and Pan Public House, Bermondsey. Hello. Do you want to play a game? This is a test.
4: From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be served. Do
2: you maggots understand that?
3: Well, that hurts my feelings. All
2: right, guys, welcome back. Uh, This is going to be the final segment of our episode. Um, We're going to do some, uh, like I said, we're going to do some uh, predictions for the upcoming week. Uh, First, we're going to start off with the Chelsea versus Arsenal match. Uh, and Alfie, we're going to start with your prediction.
3: Um, yeah, this is actually going to kind of break my heart, to say. Oh, no. But um, it's it's a I, Wednesday match. Yeah, I, I get a strong feeling this would be one of them games where it's like either one new Arsenal or 2-1 Arsenal. But, like, I'm going to call it now. I think there's going to be, like, 25-ish attempts at goal from Chelsea, but, like, one or two on target. Whereas just second half is going to be Chelsea, 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 but they're not going to do anything with it, mm. which is really sucks. So how, how do you want to
4: play our bet? Do you want to play it like Price is Right kind of style, where like if we're like undershooting the goal uh, scoring?
3: Don't break my heart. You were going to say the same, would not you?
4: <laughs> no, I I actually am going to say two to one Chelsea.
0: You,
4: I'll, right, with, I'll on, go on. two
2: one Arsenal then. Okay, two one Arsenal. Two one yeah, Chelsea. Had to be fucking Arsenal. Actually, I'm going to say three one Chelsea. Three one Chelsea. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say Chelsea. You're at home. Arsenal's played like shit. I'm going to go one 0 Chelsea. Let's uh, let's go to predictions for Everton versus Leicester. Kyle. I think that
4: Leicester came in hot or is is running hot off the last match. Um. It is. In Liverpool, so that is a fucking thing. Uh, sh- I'm going to say 2-1 Leicester. 3-1, Nope, 2-1 Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. 2-1 Leicester. And first goal scorer, Tillmans.
2: All right. Um, I'm probably going to go, I- I'm going to go Everton at home, 2-1.
3: Really, yeah. Okay,
2: Alfie.
3: Um, I'm gonna go out to Everton two 0 Oh really shit! I Jamie think Marty does not
2: play anymore. I think I think me and Alfie may be a little uh, along <laughs> the same line. I mean, the way that Everton's played over the last couple matches they could definitely come out at home and take one to Leicester because Leicester has not been any more consistent than any of the other teams that we've talked about who have been inconsistent all season. It's better
4: stated to say the way Leicester has played over the last couple of matches. They have, but this
2: is where I think that their squad is going to be a little jumbled.
4: Yeah, the, like Leicester, Leicester has been up and down. Uh, and Like I, peaks and valleys. Yeah. And I think that because they're on a peak and going to this match, I think that yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we get we got those in.
2: All right. Match. So Newcastle versus Crystal Palace.
4: That's a fucking intriguing match.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna go after them taking the L and FA. I think they're gonna come out to Newcastle. Shitty match they had in the FA Cup. I don't think that there's a lot that's coming supporting behind that. Um, I think that they're going to be a little bit demoralized. I'm going to go Newcastle one, Crystal Palace one.
4: We're going to have a draw. I'm seconding that, actually. Like, that's that was going to be my call as a 1-1. Um, yeah. I think that they're both going to be compact and tight mm-hmm. when they need to be and be able to be spread out against either or and both have suspect defensive lines and yes. – there's the opportunity with both. Absolutely. Alfie? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> that was just hilarious. Like, that gap was too much.
1: The
2: suspense was killing
4: me. Yeah, I was like.
2: <laughs> Your mic's off, bro. Yeah, you're muted, man.
3: Um, okay. I was going to go one all as well. All right. One all cross. I think Palace will score first, and I think Newcastle will get a late equalizer. And I think Gallagher will score for Palace.
4: Okay. So I'm going to actually bet against that opposite ways. So if that's a deciding factor in our bet, I'll say Newcastle score f- scores first and Palace scores second. Uh, and first score is Joel Linton. Okay. <coughs> I see that Facebook. Mother- <laughs> you hate get, you hate hearing Joel Linton in another way that you're not saying it.
2: <laughs> Could me,
4: no him. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he, like like as soon as I said Joel Linton, he was like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got one all across the board for that match. Uh, next match, City versus Brighton. Kyle.
4: 4-0. First goal scorer. Ramarez. My man.
1: Alfie. I'm going to
3: go 1-0. Oh. You got some explanation behind that, sir. Um, Brighton are like the the draw specialists. Yeah, and I think there's gonna be it, it's either gonna go well. Obviously, it's gonna go one or the other way, but it's either gonna be an absolute massacre like City three, four, five nil, or I think it's gonna like be, I said, yeah, or it will be a draw. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna edge on a draw. I just get a feeling that there's. There's a little bit of a blip there waiting to happen. Mm. Okay.
4: It's always sketchy, and I think that we're going to see Diaz starting. Um, yeah. And when Diaz comes off an injury, that is always a little touchy. So
3: I can see where you're coming from, but you're wrong. Yeah. But I also I know that <laughs> we've not got to that game yet, but I think, um, I think both Liverpool and City are going to draw this week. Yeah, you're wrong, wanker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to go right between. Them. And I'm going to say this is a 2-0 City win. I think they were just going to see a fucking
4: You think we're seeing a fucking slaughter? Roll over. Okay. Not not a slaughter because I don't think that like like as much as Pep wants it. I don't think that we're going to see City hit that, like, final gear. Um, I think that we'll see, like, kind of chilling in fourth or whatever. Um,
2: and, uh, yeah, still get 4-0. Okay.
0: All
2: right. So, last match of the midweek uh, fixtures. Alfie, Burnley versus Southampton. I'm
3: going to go Southampton. That. But- Two nil, and to score. Okay, car. Oh.
4: <sighs> Fucking twat. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> cause he's making the bet hard. Um, I'm gonna actually call it a draw on this one-one. All right. By the way, I just got a, a response from my friends that like finally checked out our shit and said that he loves it, and so that's cool.
2: Just want to say that. Awesome. I'm gonna go with three-one Southampton. We'll figure, right. We'll, we'll find. We'll find out about noontime on
3: Wednesday. <laughs> so, uh, we did we predict Liverpool Man United tomorrow? Well, today. Well, you're tomorrow. Right, we didn't. We didn't. We sure didn't.
2: Hey, we you know what? got to save the best for last, right?
4: <laughs> Liverpool. I mean, it's it, it's it's arguably the greatest fucking uh,
2: true rivalry in football. I don't. I I, I don't want to go first here, so I'm gonna flip a coin, which I have right here. Heads. All right. He's calling heads. Heads. Tails. Between my crotch, tails. (laughs) So Alfie, would you like to would you would you like to make a guess from my crotch?
3: (laughs) Are we talking summer or winter? Um definitely not winter, because that's (laughs) a bad time down there. Um this this is gonna sound a really shitty thing to say. But before Ronaldo had his um, his terrible news, um, I would I would have gone with a Man United win. Mm. But I I feel that there's a draw, there's a draw there waiting to happen. I think Man United are going to get sent out of this, and it's going to be completely against like the run of play, and pretty much their whole fucking season. But I think they're going to get a point out of this. So, what's the score line then? I'm going to go one all. One all. Wow. Mm. I think, and I think it's going to be one of the kids that scores. Free United. Yeah. Ilanga or whoever else they get off the fucking (laughs) school bus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go. Liverpool is. They just came off a win. They just had their strongest starting eleven. They're also about to face City again in the Champions League. I think. They're I mean, in, be a theory, bit, in, in theory. In theory. I think they're going to be a little bit gassed. I think they don't play a solid starting eleven, considering that CR7 is not going to be there. I think United does two one.
4: I'm calling United three one. Um, I'm saying Pogba actually plays that kind of role like we were talking about earlier and does what he did against City before years ago and just fucking has a go at it and gets a fucking I'm actually I'm gonna go in and say that there's a hatter out of Pogba potentially. If he stays away from
2: Maguire. <laughs> if he stays yeah. away from Maguire. <laughs> Listen, man, just don't drop back, man. You don't need to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just play then, forward. Just play forward.
3: I think they called out the danger zone.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Highway to the, the danger
1: zone.
3: to take
4: a ride. <laughs> Sorry. The new movie's coming out too. Again, yeah. we don't get paid for this, but. Right. Top Check out ben. the new Top Gun coming
1: <laughs> <in> this summer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So
4: I'm saying 312111. One, and the gist is either draw or win, United Way.
2: All right, boys. Well, that concludes our segment. Uh, Thank you for so fucking listening. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Like, share, subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Don't like fucking I, love. Yeah, love the shit out of it. Uh, also, I- Please, please give us a look on our YouTube channel. Um, you can check that out just by searching Three Points in a Pie podcast on the search bar. Um, thanks for tuning in. Tell your grandmother, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sister, tell your sister's friends. They might like it. And your dad's Tell your nuts. dad's friends. Uh, uh, okay. Anyways.
1: That wasn't too bad, was it? Now it's time for you to do a little work and click like or follow. And if you really got some life left in you, then leave a comment or review. That's me done. Got me driver waiting.